Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching. Season 10, Episode 2, Goals, Anatomy and Logical Progression. So three things, goals, anatomy and logical progression, and we're going to explode those three subjects for you uh, specifically inside your studies, your revision and your, your own logical progression of your goals. But we're going to relate it to your client's goals, logical progression and anatomy like as well. That. I like that kind of tag in because quite often we can just talk about the anatomical progression of yep. something towards a client's goal, but how do we now take that and apply it to your new year goal or your goal that you have? Another good way of learning though is, is it's quite, I find it quite straightforward to talk about things in third person. So mm. I can talk about somebody else's anatomy, somebody else's logical progression. And it's, it's kind of hard sometimes to see it in our own world of how mm. it might fit in for us. Does that make sense? Yes. So by linking it to something we already know about, for example, um, a client getting a client from couch to 10k yeah and seeing that there's logical progression anatomy and goals and a way of batching up someone's training plan yeah. we can now go oh that's how it works for them i can now see how it it's distanced works for, enough yes. isn't it so sometimes you step back away from something see it in someone else's point of view yeah. or see it from how it would work for someone else i think that's why that planning on yourself the anatomy boot camps work so well is because we link something that mm. we don't currently know to something we do okay. know and suddenly we go, oh, that makes sense now. That's learning. That's learning. <laughs> so where are we going with this one? We're going to explore uh, some key principles of training. Yeah. And then we're going to use that to understand logical progression and how it relates to your new year goals. Because on Monday's episode, yes. which was the first episode of season 10, a number of people have reached out that have gone uh, following that. So let's recap it. It was all about goals, yep. new year, kind of new year goals. Yeah, and arbitrary then numbers. Focusing on an arbitrary number and then going three, four, five questions deeper than that and finding that there is a deeper meaning or a deeper purpose to our goals not that just of the surface level goal. For example, I want to reach 10K. Yeah. So well, why do I want to reach 10K? If I did reach it, why is that a value? What importance is that to me? And suddenly you're like really fired up by your goal mm. as opposed to I've reached my 10K, now what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so it's what does much it really more depth mean? to the goal in itself. But what came with that was a huge bout yes. of overwhelm, I'm going to say, because... It's not no longer just a focus of I want to reach 10,000 steps or I'm going to go to the gym three times per week or I'm going to study three times per week or I need to remember my muscles, whatever it might be. Mm. There's a deeper meaning behind this. And then suddenly people now have a deeper purpose, which can feel overwhelming because now you've got this great big goal in front of you that now feels really purposeful. So you're like, oh, wow, I really, really want this now goal. Now I'm fired up. But I have no idea how to get there or I feel overwhelmed at the thought of getting there. And I think overwhelm is having lots of places to start. And if you think about it, you've gone from an arbitrary surface level goal mm. to asking a number of questions underneath that of why do I want this? Why, what's the meaning behind this? You're now left 
left with lots of answers to yeah. lots of questions, which is potentially lots of starting places, yeah. which could be overwhelmed, couldn't it? Is is having lots of places to start, but not choosing any of them. Yeah. Of like, well, which one would be the best place to start? And in doing so, we don't start at all. And I hear this with a lot of fit pros that are working with clients and they have a client's goal and then they get really overwhelmed as to how they should get them to that goal mm-hmm. because there's so many options. There's so many tactical options of... Well, if I do this couch to 10K, like your example a minute ago, well, this plan shows that I need to do these number of miles per day or this number of program, or I need to do this type of interval, or I need to do this type of fartlek. And the tactic ends up trying to rule the path Mm -hmm. to the goal rather than it actually being broken down into these principles of the logical progression allows you to see the path that your well, client you, should be taking. If you just looked at variables, for example, on couch to 5K, you could say, well, I'm just going to progress distance. Mm. But then you could just progress speed. Yeah. Then you could just progress time. Mm. And so you've got lots of variables. Well, where would you start? I want you to consider that they would all work. Yeah. You've just actually got to start. Yeah. <laughs> at their starting <laughs> at point. At their starting point. Yeah, wicked. So inside... I suppose we've already touched on it. It feels like we've looked at principles of training, but now principles of training is actually part of the anatomy exam. Mm. So things like um, progressive overload, logical progression, the fit principle, uh, working with components of fitness, fitness, working with special populations is all part of the level two anatomy exam, which is module seven. Yeah. So I I suppose there's almost four modules in that. Yes. um, Module seven. Yeah. Smaller sections. But let's just take two of those and I really want to focus on logical progression which is things like uh, the principles of training of progressive overload reversibility adaptability individuality specificity rest and recovery then the other uh, section to that would be the fit principle of frequency intensity uh, type and time whichever way you want to time and type (laughs) and type because now we can start to look at logical progression towards a goal. Yeah. And I would, you, well, you've always said it, start with the end in mind. Yeah, so always. If you've got a goal, let's say, for example, you want to pass your level three anatomy. Mm-hmm. There's um, eight modules in there. Yeah. Okay. You could break that down and say, right, I've, I'm going to do it in eight weeks time. So if I start with the end in mind, I want to pass my exam in eight weeks time. That's key. Now yeah. I can reverse engineer this and apply the principles of training to my own learning, even though it's not about training as such. Well, you are, you're training the brain. You're training the brain to remember and retain key information and knowledge to go and pass an exam to feel confident and knowledgeable. It's specifically adapting to the imposed demand of your revision. Yeah, so you could, yeah, so if you look at the said principles, specific adaptation to an imposed demand, in eight weeks time, I want to specifically adapt parts of my brain to remember and retain key information around eight modules to score above 70%. And that's why it's specific, because it's that content, not doctorate level content, for example, or not level three nutrition content. Mm -hmm. It's specific to that content you need to learn. And that's why it's specific adaptation to imposed demand, which is one of the principles linking back to specificity. Completely. And just like we would with our clients, we'd say, right, if my client wants to go from couch to 10K and they Mm -hmm. want to do it in... Again, let's just say ten, uh, eight weeks' time. Let's keep yeah. the same time frames. Then we could look at the FITS principle and say, right, currently they train once or twice a week sporadically. Yeah. So that's for frequency. So in the first couple of weeks, I could train twice a week. Yeah. Then I can have logical progression and say, well, I want to get them to three times a week. And then as the pr- plan progresses in weeks you know, five, six, seven, and eight, I increase the frequency of the bounce of training nice. yeah. towards meeting that target goal of, of being out on my feet for 
the duration of time of 10K. That's required for the that's 10K. That's required. Exactly. And so we're looking at logical progression. And that was just a frequency. It could also be logical progression of the intensity mm -hmm. of it, of the time of it, of the type of it. So if we take your goal, your very specific goal, which is individual to you, <laughs> okay, nice. so that's yeah. specificity, individuality, what do you need to specifically adapt in you towards oh, your that. goal? Do you have a... Um, a physical goal? Do you have a, a mental goal? Do you have a social goal? Do you have a spiritual goal? What do you need to adapt? And I want to bring that back to the arbitrary numbers of the last episode. Yeah. Because in the last episode, when we said about arbitrary numbers, if your goal was, I need to do 10,000 steps a day, then you now don't have a specific individual thing. You just know that you go out and do that one process. I like this. Whereas yes, carry if on. If you have a purposeful goal that is much deeper than that, let's just say you actually decide that the reason why you're doing those 10,000 steps is part of the process to get to an increased level of fitness, increased VO2 max. Yeah. You now know what your specific is. You want to improve your VO2 max. Your individuality is where you're starting now. You might be starting on 1,000 steps a day, so it's not appropriate to go to 10,000 on the first day. Which leads nicely for me to talk about a um, Milo of Croton, oh, wow. <laughs> who is a 6th century wrestler. Oh, wow. <laughs> so if we look at logical progression... <laughs> some philosophy. Some philosophy. We can go right back to the, to the Greeks, to, to the Grecian period of, of Milo of Croton. We're talking hundreds of years ago. And you know you can you can Google this 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 uh, story as such, but we're looking at uh, a wrestler that went on to win many titles in that period. Okay, but in order to get incredible levels of strength, as a boy, what they would do is they would pick up a a, a baby cow, a calf, a calf. okay, <laughs> a baby cow, a baby cow, <laughs> a baby cow, and what was just and you know heavy enough that they could lift on their shoulders yeah and then every day they would pick up the calf into a oh in, the same calf the same calf until the calf was now a full sized cow full bull but the, the, the uh, milo didn't notice any incremental change because he picked it up so frequently Amazing. so once he was a fully grown adult and the and the, the calf was a fully grown cow <laughs> the, the weight on the shoulder was was negligible it didn't make any difference because there was such micro changes marginal changes every day for in many his years strength and in, in the his, load and in the load and his strength completely mm. What I love about that is that you, if you then went, if me and you went to go and pick up a cow right now, we couldn't do it. No, completely. But because he had the gradual progression, the logical progression to get there, and he started at a small amount, he was able to build and it up. And that goes back to your point of like, mm. if you're starting out with 1,000 steps per day and your aim is to get to 10,000, don't go out and hit 10,000 <laughs> steps to today or tomorrow. Yeah. It, 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 it might seem quite straightforward, you know, left, right, left, right, the body follows and you're there but at the end of the day what comes with that is overload mm. a neural overload a physical overload a muscular overload and a digestive overload yeah but also time-based yes your whole routine everything but yeah the specific side of it is the anatomy but now you wake up the next day having done nine thousand steps than you're capable yeah. of and now you wonder why your plantar fascia aches and your you've, your shins hurt and your mm. calves are aching and you're like, oh, I can't do this. And and lo and behold, after a couple of weeks of this, you're like, well, actually, this is actually too much. I don't like the feeling of this daily fatigue, this muscular soreness, which is where in the principles of training, rest and recovery is key. 
but yeah. that's that's inversely related or correlated to progressive overload yeah you yeah. you need that level of rest in order to progress and move forward mm. but i was going to say that totally links into reversibility doesn't it because they get to the point they go i cannot hold doing these 10,000 steps anymore i'm going to stop imagine if like for logical progression towards that goal for your client let's say going from couch to 10k was well in the first let's say couple of weeks they literally just covered three or four hundred meters yeah and then the next couple of weeks they went from 500 meters to 800 meters and then a couple of weeks later they went from 800 meters to a kilometer and they spent a a week or two at a kilometer and now they've got a little bit of training history behind them let's just Mm -hmm. give them an arbitrary give them an arbitrary number of let's just say four to six weeks we can get to a comfortable solid kilometer of jogging yeah. Okay. Now we can make slightly more marginal, bigger steps yeah. <laughs> and go to say 1.5 kilometers for next week, two kilometers for next week, two and a half kilometers, <clears throat> excuse me, for next week and so on. Yes, it's a much more slower route to the end goal. Yeah. Okay. Now we've gone past our eight weeks. However, I want you to consider that it's just like Milo. I was going to say that's like the Milo story. It yeah. took Milo from a, let's just say he was six years old and by the time he could lift the full-grown cow he was 16 it took him 10 years to get to that that point of complete strength absolute strength and and to be um renowned as one of the 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 best wrestlers okay in the in the in the the strength that he had is a result of the small little progressions that happened not the big steps so maybe the overwhelm of asking you know that arbitrary goal and then numbers and focusing on those and then looking at the mean the meaning of them leaves you this this overwhelm of like well i don't know where to start yeah meaning you you don't necessarily start at all because it is a long slow conservative road we live in a world of like immediate gratification and we see so much on instagram and facebook of like i could get my goal in 24 hours or i want my goal in just a four weeks time which is what we're saying about doing that ten thousand steps a day from the very beginning yes you're starting Already, uh, yeah, you, well, you you're, you're starting at your end point. Yeah, completely, and which has no logical progression. Which has no logical progression. So, I, what I really want you to consider is how are you looking at your client's logical progression nice. and apply the same principles to yourself inside your own goal. Well, let's take that for revision and just say, actually, if you try and test your knowledge at the very beginning of your revision, exactly, and you're trying to get a hundred percent and you've not yet learnt the content then you will feel like you failed at your goal. It will feel yes. hard because you're trying to get the end point, That's a great point. on the first day. Yep. And actually, it's not the end point that you seek on the first day. It's who you become over that logical progression to you, get to that to, yeah. end point. Imagine signing up to the level three um, supporting clients, yep. the new exercise referral. Yep. And the moment you get it, you open up your learner achievement pack and you go, right, this is what I've got to hand in. You're looking at all the paperwork. Of course, it's going to feel mm-hmm. overwhelming yeah. because you don't yet know any of the content in order to fill out the case study or complete the online e-assessments. You're like, well, I don't know how all this fits. What do I do? Mm. But if you looked so far in the future, you're going to feel overwhelmed. Mm. If Milo had looked forwards 10 years and gone, I'm going to pick up that cow, he'd be like, I'm not going to start at all. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's never going to happen. Yeah, you wouldn't, would you? Because it would seem something so distant, so far from being achievable, that you couldn't do it now. And if you did try it, you would fear that you'd fail straight away. Completely. So what we want you to really consider is, well, to drop all that overwhelm, is to look at your your goal, whatever your goals are for the specific new year. Specific for you and, and I think, where you I want think to it's end. healthy to have a goal for the new year. I think it's nice to have a goal for the yeah, for definitely. the new year. You know, it's not that you were you're a different person to 
four or five days ago. What were yeah. we on? January 5th to six days ago. It's just a nice, solid, clean slate. We've yeah. gone from 2021 to 2022. I can have a new goal. Yeah. But how do I break that goal down? And am I giving myself a realistic time frame in order to achieve that? Am I going to go for the fastest route? In which case, which is okay. Or am I going to go for the slow, conservative Milo route? Yeah, which and is what is okay. the smallest step you could take that is really achievable and individual to you right now? Which That's is... That's what I think is your first starting point. Logical progression. Yeah, and I think if you're overwhelmed about what you could do, just say, what is the first smallest step I could take that would help me do that? Yeah. So for Milo, it was picking up the calf. Yes. It's the smallest step you could take. Completely. So for somebody, you know, a client that's going to go and do a couch to 10K, their first smallest step which they could guarantee to do is to go and buy a water bottle. Yeah, no. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, get the trainers. Get go to get the trainers to sort out their kit to um, agree on a time that they're going to go out and attempt their first walk, jog, run, whatever it might if be. If your goal is your revision, your first logical step might just be to open up your revision portal, so your login area, your boot camp, whatever it might be, Completely. and get familiar with it. Yep. Watch an intro video. And it's that, the first step. The first step, but you can only do that first step if you go to the end in mind. So go right to the end still and think, right, what is my big outcome? What's my big meaningful outcome, my purposeful outcome? And say, right, I want to achieve this in eight weeks' time. Or I'm going to take a much more slower conservative road and do it in 16 weeks' time. In which case, you've given yourself more time to have more frequency, to have less intensity and have different types of training. Yeah. And now you can look at the logical progression and think, right, where am I going to plan in rest days? Is this... Or is all my training specific to yeah. my end goal? Yeah, exactly. Does it all link back to that Does end goal? Not link... just the arbitrary one, but, but the, the purpose. The, the purpose. So you can apply the principles of training of reversibility, adaptability, individuality, specificity, rest and recovery. Yeah. Which is the specific adaptation to, to an imposed demand. Said principle. The said principle. Apply the fit principle of how many times a week frequency, what intensity am I going to go for the, the, a fast result and have high intensity? Yeah. Or am I going to go for a conservative Milo result and have low intensity? What type of training is best suited to me? Yeah. Inside your studies could be reading a manual, could be, yeah. could be reading a, a blog. Video, listening to audio. Completely. Um, inside your own training, there's lots of types of training. Just because you want to develop your VO2 and you enjoy running, but you might enjoy swimming or cycling as well. Yeah. So there's many roads lead to Rome, or many roads lead to Greece in this case. <laughs> <laughs> and then the time, you know, don't beat yourself up and say, "Well, I've, I'm going to have an arbitrary number and say, well, I'm going I have to, to do an hour. I have to do an hour." Maybe your concentration is only, let's just say, twenty minutes. In which case. Do 18 minutes <laughs> yeah. and stay firmly within your concentration levels. But do more up. frequent bouts yeah. of 18 minutes. Yeah, it's the same thing, isn't it? What's the easiest, most simple, most actionable step you could do today and see today like a domino yeah. that pushes over tomorrow's domino, that pushes over the next domino and suddenly, before you know it, you're eight weeks down the line or 16 weeks mm. down the line and you're picking up metaphorically, your own Milo cow. Yeah, exactly. Which is passing your exam or handing in your final learner achievement pack for your course completion or your own physical goal, social goal, spiritual goal, goal, business goal. Anything that you might have. So it's about what is your smallest action you could take now that leads you on the path to start towards that bigger action or that bigger goal that you had Mm -hmm. for you. But if you can break it down, that will remove your overwhelm. 
is there one tip you could give if we could wrap this up? What would you say? Everything we've spoken about, what would be like the one thing you could leave? Don't them with? forget the goal. So be specific wherever possible. Oh, you've and pinched my one. Did I? <laughs> yes. I didn't mean to. Um, it's probably because you tell me so many times that whenever I start a task, I need to remember what that final goal is so that I know that my task doesn't well, take me off tangent. Notice Milo wanted to have incredible bouts of strength mm. okay and part of that was to have isometric strength to lift a cow up and whatever like functional training mm. in which case he started off with the specificity of a cow and kept the cow for 10 years lifting it above from calf to cow above his shoulders but it was specific to the end in mind yeah and so if you're whatever your goal is think about the end goal in mind and think right what specifically must i do today but gets me a goal today, specific to my end outcome. Yes, yeah. And if I have lots of mini daily specific goals, I get a weekly specific goal. Oh, yours is about chunking. Nice. Now, if I have another seven days of specific goals with a new weekly specific goal, I get lots of daily, weekly, potentially monthly specific goals. Now, if everything is constantly guided towards specific goals in the end outcome, mm. I'm going to get the end outcome. And you don't need to be overwhelmed on the way. And you don't need to be overwhelmed on the way because all I need to focus on is today's daily, easy, specific, actionable task. Yeah, I like that. Which go. is goals, anatomy and logical progression. We will see you on the next episode, episode which will be episode uh, number three. on Friday. See you later. Bye. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching.